Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise. Welcome to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wernett. Today I'm joined by three local nonprofits, DuPage Symphony Orchestra, Heart of a Veteran, and the Naperville Little League. watching Spotlight. And joining me now from the DuPage Symphony Orchestra is Amber Broderick. So nice to have you with us. Oh, it's so nice to be here. Thank you for hosting us today. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I know you're, I got a little backstory that you're new, new to the DSO and new to Illinois. So welcome on behalf of all Illinoisans to, oh, well, thank to you. join us here. Um, we're going to start we'll hop right in. The DSO, it's a wonderful thing. Describe what the concert experience is like. So the DSO concert experience, in my opinion, is absolutely amazing. The DuPage Symphony is one of the first performances I attended after moving to Illinois, and we had a blockbuster concert. We had an artist in residence. We had the first prize winner of our young artist competition. There's something for everyone at a DuPage Symphony concert. So whether you're a first timer or a seasoned subscriber, you will be continually amazed by the excellence of the musicians, the artistry of our maestra, and you will be very impressed with our programming. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, I want to go already. I wish we had a little bit of music to go with that. <laughs> um, talk a little bit, if you would, about your current concert series, because you're kind of, you've got, you're halfway through right now. So tell us a little bit about what's to come. Yes. So we've had a phenomenal first half of our season. We hosted a first-rate violinist, William Hagen, for our November concert. And then December, we sold out two holiday concerts. Our next concert is February 11th. It's American Spirituals and American Jazz. So we're highlighting and showcasing America's contributions to the classical repertoire, which are, of course, jazz and spirituals. And to help bring that program together, we have a piano guest artist, Winona Wang. She is completing her degree at the Juilliard School of Music and was the first prize winner of the International Concert Artists Guild. Wow. So, <laughs> a, pretty impressive. A, a first rate performer, <laughs> absolutely. And then in March, we're showcasing our talented youth of Illinois. These are our family concerts, so they're only an hour long. You can attend at 2 p.m. or 4 p.m. And we're doing a side-by-side -side performance with the Youth Symphony Orchestra of DuPage. So we'll have young people on our stage with us. And we'll also have a solo performance from the first prize winner of our Young Artist Competition. So that concert program is still a little bit of a mystery. It's going to be really <laughs> exciting to, to host one of our high school local students. That's on wonderful. stage with us. Well, and it kind of leads me a little bit into this next thing, which I mm -hmm. think, you know, the DSO has a rich history of, of trying to do educational outreach. And just as you talked yes. about, bringing those young people yes. into the world of the symphony and the yes. world of the orchestra. So explain to us a little bit more about the community outreach, the educational outreach that you're all doing. Oh, yes, absolutely. So we are a community orchestra. And in fact, we were Illinois' 2021 Community Orchestra of the Year. Educational outreach is at the core of what we do as a symphony orchestra, giving back to our community. So you'll find us at the local libraries, at the DuPage Children's Museum, giving mini concerts for free. Uh, we also, whenever we host a guest artist like Winona Wang or our May soloist, uh, Grammy winner, uh, 
Sarah Braley, will send them into the school system to give master classes, to work with students, to perform, and then we always include artist meet and greets at our concerts. So it really is, I mean, if I were to, you know, A, you know, you're out and about in the community, yeah. which is wonderful to hear from a community yeah. uh, orchestra. But, you know, it, it sounds like you've got a lot of things for me to do when I actually come to the concerts. And that sort of leads me into, okay, you know, I, I, I will enjoy Will my yes. children enjoy it? What's for the kids? Oh, yes, absolutely. We've curated an all ages, every stage kind of approach to our concerts. <laughs> Love that. So, Great tagline. Yes, yes, yes. So when you come into the lobby at Wentz Concert Hall, where we perform, in downtown Naperville, we have a musical instrument petting zoo. So you're encouraged <laughs> to pick up instruments, play them, try them out, ask questions. It's really a chance to be a kid again, to experience the symphony orchestra, to really appreciate how challenging it is to play some of these instruments. You know, for example, the bassoon, which is the long instrument that pokes out of the top of the orchestra, that can have up to 16 keys just for your thumb. Oh my gosh, yes. okay. So, and, and this and this orchestra petting zoo, it yes. isn't just for the kids. I mean, the kids oh, can do it, but I could do it as well, right? Yes, it's, okay. a, it's an excuse for everyone to try out those instruments, yes. to pick up a violin, to strum a, a cello, see what kind of sounds you can make. Okay. Yes, yes. Uh, so we also have informational booths where you can pick up listening guides so you can follow along with the music like a professional. Uh, we very often invite partner organizations to join us and have display tables. With our holiday concert, we had a donation drive and collected over 1,200 pounds of food, non-perishable items for the community. So we always try to have a secondary theme and a community partner at our concerts with us. That's wonderful. Yeah. I mean, it all sounds great. And, and so you've talked a little bit about what I could expect when I first arrived. Mm -hmm. Give me some tips or tactics as I'm thinking about coming to a concert. Because I think, you know, many of us sort of have this image in our mind of it's very formal, mm -hmm. I need to wear mm -hmm. my Sunday best, and it's very structured. Yes. Tell us what it's really like. Yes, absolutely. So you're right. The orchestra used to be a very elite, conservative, buttoned-up kind of activity. It was only for the wealthy elite, but now concerts are for everyone, especially our community concerts. So wear whatever you like. Jeans and a t-shirt, no problem. If you want to dress up in a beautiful outfit, please do so. We love <laughs> showing respect for the musicians and all of the work and practice that went into the event. It's also a great opportunity to dress up and have a special kind of date night and Press that special someone. So for our February 11th concert, it's the Saturday before Valentine's Day. Might, might as well put on that cocktail dress, go out to dinner beforehand, and really make a beautiful evening for yourself. Yeah, that's one. And so many great restaurants in downtown oh, Naperville yes, right absolutely. there. So, you know, oh. once concert hall, I mean, that's a that's an award-winning facility, right? And I'm sure your artists absolutely love playing there. It is an absolutely stunning venue. I have been to concerts all over the world, and I was so impressed with our first concert. You can stand on stage and whisper, and people will hear you in the very back of the hall. So the munis musicians yes. need to behave. Oh, <laughs> that's, they, they that's do. A little bit yes, of that. yes, yes. They got to listen up to the conductor. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> yes. So, uh, Amber, where you know you so many good things that you're talking about, and you mentioned a few specific concerts. Where would we go to find the information? How do we find out about it? Oh, yes. So you will go to our website to find out information about our calendar, about our ticketing, and there's also a vast array of educational materials on our website. We create videos for each concert so you can learn about the. 
composer, um, what inspired them. You can learn about what to listen for in the music, um, the main themes, any special connections, if there's an allusion to uh, maybe a spiritual that you would hear in our February concert, or our May concert is called Symphonic Song. So it's all orchestral music, but inspired by vocal music. So it's a best of both worlds kind of situation. Okay. Well, and you know, I love that because, you know, if I was going to try to impress my date, you know, mm -hmm. I could go there, get a little fun facts, and then really look like I knew what I was doing oh, you when absolutely I took my date could. to the concert, right? Yes, you absolutely could. You could say, oh, the horn solo in the second movement was stunning. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. Um, and tickets, so your concerts go through May, then you take a little break for the mm -hmm. summer, and then you come back in the fall. Is that how it works? So we're actually performing throughout the summer. We have concerts at Cantini Park. We we perform at Central Park in Naperville, and then we'll have a few other locations uh, throughout DuPage County. So you can anticipate about four summer concerts. We have different little mini concerts throughout the year, and then six main concerts constitute our season. Okay. Yeah. Well, Amber, I, the DSO is very lucky to have you. It's a wonderful resource in our community, and we thank you for coming on and sharing. Oh, thank you so much. We would love to see you at our concerts, and anyone in the community, always welcome. Thank you. Thank you. And if you are interested in learning more about the DuPage Symphony Orchestra, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back. Busey Bank is proud to partner in building business and growing wealth since 1868. The Naperville Police Department needs your help to solve crime and bring offenders to justice. When you submit tips to Naperville Crime Stoppers, you help keep our city one of the safest in the nation. Tips to Naperville Crime Stoppers have helped solve hundreds of crimes and recover over $7 million in drugs, property, and cash. Remember, tipsters remain anonymous and receive cash rewards up to $1,000 if their tips lead to an arrest. Call the tip line at 630-420-6006. You may have that one piece of information that solves the crime. Nationally recognized, locally invested, Busey Bank is proud to be named among the 2022 America's Best Banks by Forbes. If you're just tuning in, you're watching Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wernette, and joining me now from Heart of a Veteran are Jordan Howell and John Evans. Nice to have you both with us. Thank you, Jane. We're glad to be here. Absolutely. And Jordan, I'm going to start right out with you because mm -hmm. you're the founder of this organization. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to understand what prompted you to start it and what you're doing with it now. So what prompted me to start it was uh, several years ago, 2015, 2016, there was an epidemic of suicide amongst the veterans in the veteran community. And um, I wanted to bring awareness to it. So we started a project. It was a book that came out that we wrote with 10 veterans telling their life story. And we just wanted to bring awareness on how, the com how people could help veterans uh, through this epidemic. And we ended up, to, after about two years, said, well, was that all we were supposed to do? And we decided that we wanted to start a holistic wellness center for veterans and their caregivers to get the care that they may not be getting at the VA. Okay. So that's how Heart of a Veteran started. And uh, it's now been going on five years. And uh, we've had to pivot because of COVID a little bit, but here we are, yeah. we're moving along in a really good pace. So I'm very excited about that. 
Excellent, excellent. Now you brought John with you, and I John, I'm excited to meet you. You're an Army vet, right? Correct. Yes. So tell me a little bit about how you two got connected and the services that you're benefiting from. Yeah. Uh, we got connected through one of our fundraisers, the golf tournament. Okay. Are you a golfer? Uh, I hit the ball every once in a while. Okay. <laughs> you sound like me. If, if I was a golfer, I'd be working Thursday through Sundays. Um, <laughs> but uh, so I got to meet Jordan there. I got to hear some stories from some other vets. Um, I'm a member of the Plainfield Lions Club, and we were able to do a donation for her organization through the okay. Lions Club. Uh, and since then, we've kept in contact, and I've had some health problems that, like she says, don't get treated at the VA. And uh, with the, some of the chiropractors that she's been able to hook me up with um, and get some treatments, I've really found some relief from the pain, increased my mobility. So it's, a, it's been a great fit for me, and it's, it's a great organization. I had, uh, I had a friend that 10 years after he came back from Vietnam committed suicide. Mm. So it uh, hits at my heart. Yeah, I'm sure. And, and thank you for your service. I mean, let's just start there. Um, but it's, it, it is important, I think, for people to understand, right, that there are services. The VA does offer a lot mm -hmm. of good services, but very much in the same way as our schools. The tax dollars support a lot of things in our schools, but not everything, mm -hmm. right? right? So there are foundations, yeah. and that's really where you're trying that's to come at. in, right, yeah. Jerry? Yeah. So talk a little bit. You say holistic wellness. Talk about what that means. What is that? In your case, John, right, it's, it was chiropractic care? Yes. Yeah. So okay. Back? Uh, actually, neck and back. Neck yeah. and that—that's yeah. painful. Yeah. <laughs> that's it can painful. Be. And it gets in the way of the golf game, so that's not good. Yes. <laughs> so we offer anything from holistic in its approach. So that could be talk therapy, meditation. Um, we offer all of our veterans a program, uh, emotional freedom technique. It's tapping. Uh, there is—I mean—they can go to a salt cave. They can for some of our female veterans. Just sending them for a manicure and a pedicure is very healing for them. Um, sometimes just having that touch therapy um, is very helpful. So any, it could be talk therapy as long as it's not prescription drugs because sometimes over-medicating with opioids has been a problem and then contributes to the epidemic of, the su of suicide. So we wanted to change that a little bit and just offer different approaches than what most people would see. So we've done sound therapy, um, vibrational sound therapy with big um, like Tibetan bowls and crystal bowls. We've offered guided meditation. So there's all these different things and we partner with a lot of amazing practitioners and uh, it works out really well. We have um, a yoga studio actually in Oak Park that we sent a veteran to and she goes every month, unlimited yoga um, to the yoga loft. And it's, it's really been very beneficial and helpful for her. So I'm very excited to see some of the veterans that we are able to help. Yeah. So. Well, and it sounds to me, in, in, as you're describing it, it's um, opportunities to try different things. Right. Uh, you know, I think the whole, and one of the upsides of yeah. the pandemic, I think, is a much greater awareness yes. of mental health issues, mm -hmm. a greater awareness that we need to right. take care of ourselves. And, yes. and you know, there's billions of uh, yeah. humans, yeah. and we all need care in a slightly different yeah. way. And it sounds mm -hmm. like you're sort of providing a lot of different opportunities for people to tap into that. And we are. And I'm really proud of John, I have to be honest, because he is looking at it from a different perspective. He's 
tried conventional things and, and we've sent him, actually he did some lymphatic drainage, which was kind of amazing. Mm -hmm. That helped a little bit. And then we sent him to one chiropractor and it wasn't quite for him. So he found a chiropractor that he really liked. We talked to this gentleman and he's quite literally amazing. So we have John seeing him several times a week, right? Mm -hmm. So um, he goes every month, several times a month and we cover the cost of it. That's wonderful. So, That's yeah. wonderful. Now, John explained how he found you. How yeah. would then other veterans find you? So word of mouth, um, some of our fundraisers, opportunities like uh, what NCTV offers, Spotlight, mm -hmm. it is tremendous how much um, awareness it can generate for the community. So one person might hear of us and tell a story. And, you know, there's... Um, we do our fundraisers, our, our fundraising committee can reach out to people for us and it, they trickle in, but they find us somehow. So that's I'm just very thankful. Yeah. yeah. Now you mentioned fundraisers. That's how yeah. John found yeah. you. Uh, talk a little bit about how you raised that money. So most of our uh, dollars come in through our annual fundraisers. And then we do, you know, the normal Giving Tuesday and we get some corporate donations. And like John got us a grant through the Lions Club. And so any grants that we can get, any um, just corporate donations are very helpful. But most of our money comes in through our big uh, fundraisers. Last year, we just did the golf outing. Um, this year, we're actually doing a fashion show okay. where 10 of the models are veterans. Oh, lovely. So male and female veterans. So I'm really, really excited about that. It's going to be at Northern Illinois University in uh, Naperville here. Yeah, up and, on Deal. Yeah. Okay. And, um, Kristen Frederick with KF Productions is producing it, so I'm very, very excited about it. And it's on April Fool's Day. Oh, so nice. Okay, well, there's some irony there, right? <laughs> We're calling it. John's going to be sporting his hat. I hear this is one of a collection of hats. It so. is. He's very fancy. And uh, and it's called, called Fools for Fools for Fashion. So okay. uh, we're really excited to do this. Okay. This year. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, as we're sort of wrapping up here, you know, yeah. you've talked, and, and I think the important part, and I just want to make sure that yeah. I emphasize yeah. it, is that the work that you're doing when you're raising mm -hmm. the money through the fashion show mm -hmm. or John's able to bring yeah. some money in from the Lions Club, yes. all of that is so that you can provide the services that you're yes. offering free to the veterans. Exactly. Yes. They've so, already paid their dues. They've paid their and dues. And so this yes. is an opportunity to be able to give back right. to them, right? And normally, you know, we would have had a building and all of that money would have gone to operational expenses. Because we had to pivot during COVID, we now pay the practitioners. But every practitioner we work with negotiates a rate with us. So they're giving back to the veteran community. We're giving back to the veteran community. And then the veterans turn, out, turn around and they give back to us. So it is just a full circle love fest. And <laughs> I am very thankful for all of the veterans that we get to meet. So. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, listen, it's been a pleasure meeting you, John, and, and Jordan, always. So Thank nice you, to Jen. chat with you. Yes. I wish you the best of luck with your April Fool's fashion show. Thank you. John, expecting to see you in another hat with that. <laughs> we shall see. Uh, we shall see. Okay. <laughs> to find out more about Heart of a Veteran, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. Growing your family, opening your own business, retiring to travel, leaving your legacy. At Busey Bank, we know there's a lot to look forward to and a lot of planning along the way. Celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868.
proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. Welcome back to Spotlight. And joining me now from the Naperville Little League are Mike Llewellyn and Michael Huff. Good to have you on the show. Great to be back. Yeah, it's always, I love this time of year because it means spring is around the corner, or at least we think it might be, right? Mike, I'm going to start off with you. What is Naperville Little League? Naperville League Baseball is a community baseball organization. Uh, we're based here. All of our players live in Naperville. Uh, we are the largest Little League in the state of Illinois. And we offer uh, programs from boys and girls from first grade all the way through eighth grade. So all your youth baseball can be handled through us in a community environment with with great coaches that are parents and, and everybody enjoying playing with and against their friends. Yeah, I, I love that. And I think what's so lovely, and you, you expanded your offerings to those slightly older age groups, which I think has been such a great uh, upgrade really for you, we right? We did, yeah. In the last three years, we expanded to what we call our junior league. So it was seventh and eighth graders. Uh, so before we, we stopped at 12, now we can go all the way to high school. Yeah. Um, so it's been great. Yeah, it's really nice to be able to feed into that high school. And, and for a lot of kids, they decide not to do that in high school. So this sure. is a really good opportunity to keep playing ball, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah keep yeah. everybody together. And there, there's some teams that played together since their first grade, and, and they're still playing as, as eighth grades. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, lifetime friendships being made there, right? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Michael, you, you know, you're with the Chicago White Sox organization, and my goodness, you've been a great partner with the Naval Little League for many, sure. many years. We've got those Sox jerseys going on. We've got a lot of uniforms. Talk about why that partnership is important with Naperville Little League Baseball. Well, from the White Sox perspective, Naperville is one of those ideal communities because they do have multiple levels. They do take care of the boys and the girls. They do take kids from beginning of elementary school all the way through the middle school. So from the White Sox perspective, it's, it's providing the uniforms and the hats so that the league can use those monies reallocate resources to improve fields, get new equipment or whatever, but then we're able to offer various camps and clinics for both the parent coaches as well as the kids. With my staff of coaches, we're able to do some of the evaluations so that there's no favoritism when you start to get to that part-time travel or that all-star level. So for us, it's a community that we know loves baseball, whether it's the north or south side. From the south side perspective, it's great to see them coming to the ballpark for having their own special day, but providing the uniforms and getting to know this community, the board as well as some of the kids, it's very exciting for us. Yeah, and I mean, I think, you know, I, it, it's America's pastime, right? Favorite mm -hmm. pastime. I mean, I might be a soccer girl, but it is America's favorite pastime. And I think, you know, bringing kids in early, giving them that experience and giving, I think, really, and I've heard this before, right, the parent coaches that opportunity to actually get some really expertise coaching so yeah, that they we, can be a good coach, right? We, yeah, with, with the board, we try to say, hey, let us do the coaching. All you need to do is kind of watch what we're teaching you, how not to mess up the kids. We don't know who's going to be the next all-star that comes out of Naperville because we've right. seen so many. Right. But we can help you with your board really give you those tools to give them that solid foundation to let those that really want to develop and continue to play have that ability. Yeah, yeah that's wonderful. What a great resource. That's Mike, great. you, you know, and you kind of mentioned it off the top, you know, in kindergarten through eighth grade and yeah. the age group boys and girls, but talk a little bit about your programs because I think often people think about Little League Baseball as it's summer, right? It's spring summer. Sure. It's way more than that. So it's, tell us more it's about It's way that. more than that. So uh, the spring is our most popular season. That's the traditional baseball season that starts in April and runs uh, usually about 1st of July. Um, but within that spring season, we have offerings for everybody. We start, like I said, in first grade um, with our rookies division, first and second graders. The first graders play each other, second graders play each other. 
A uh, little bit of machine pitch when we get into second grade. We do let the second half of the year the kids start pitching, which is always fun. <laughs> Duck! <for some>. Yeah. <laughs> and then from there, when, when the kids turn nine, uh, we offer more. So we still have our pure recreational, and then we also have what we call a drafted division. So the nine-year-olds can either just sign up and play ball with their friends, or they can actually try out to play in a little bit more competitive a division. Uh, and we do that for the nine and ten-year-olds in our Supreme, Supreme A, Supreme Double A. And then at 11, we do a similar thing we call the majors. So uh, the 11-year-olds try out. They can play majors drafted, 11 and 12, or they can just play with their friends if they don't want to play more competitive. The, the 12-year-olds that you see in our drafted division that have tried out and made a team, uh, those are the teams that enter the Little League tournament. And maybe one day we're going to see them playing in Williamsport. Uh, but they enter that tournament, play in there, advance as far as possible, and then uh, get that experience that they can say they played in that tournament. Well, and I think that's really nice because I think in a lot of sports where we see organized sports organizations, it becomes very heavy focused, very competitive, very one sport you can only do that. I think sure. what's so uh, amazing about Little League Baseball is you have those opportunities to wreck, to more, a little bit more competitive. And, yeah. and really, at the end of the day, sports is about bringing people together, right? It is. So whether you're on, you know, you're a top performing athlete or you're just a, you know, Sunday afternoon warrior, it, it's the camaraderie, it's the discipline of doing a physical activity. It's all of those kinds of things. And you're, you're kind of building that in right from the ground level, right? We're trying to, yeah. And we understand that we want to give everybody the opportunity to play. There's some kids that their favorite sport may be soccer or hockey or lacrosse or whatever. But we still want to give them the chance to play baseball. We don't want them to focus on one sport and just do that. If they're not as talented at baseball, they can still play. Right. Um, so offer it to everybody. Really enjoy the community, enjoy playing with their friends at school and having a great time. That's um, wonderful. And then in the fall, we do fall ball as well, which has been a great success for the last few years and has been growing uh, by leaps and bounds. Yeah, well, you just got a taste of it. You got to keep moving, That's right? That's right. <laughs> Michael, you played at the collegiate level. You played at the show. You went to the show. Yes. Um, why would you, in the experience that you've had in a much more competitive environment uh, and as an adult, why would you tell somebody to, or why would you put your kid in Naperville Little League Baseball? Well, Mike touched on it a little bit. The fact that you're going to have an opportunity to have your child have the best experience possible, play really competitive baseball, have a chance to learn from professionals, but have that ability to do something in the winter, maybe to do something in the fall, so that you're getting a chance to develop a body as well as a mind in other sports or other activities. You mm -hmm. may have someone that loves the theater. Well, great, let's do that in the fall, and you want to do that activity, let's do it in the spring. But Naperville, very unique in that it provides a, a, an environment that supports those kids that really want to get competitive in baseball, but offers, like Mike said, the ability to do other things. And as a professional, ex-professional, as a professional organization, we strongly encourage that. Every league that we touch, everyone that ever asks us that question, we are constantly pushing multiple sports, let the kids do more than just one thing, whatever that one thing might be. Figure it out. Yeah. Figure it out, explore. Yeah. Mike, uh, registration, is it open? Absolutely, registration is open now. Uh, for our spring season, you can sign up at our website, and uh, everybody's filling up fast. Filling up fast, so getting yeah, there quick, does. right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. As we close out, I just one last question to you, Michael, because I think you have a unique perspective on it. Uh, if you were a parent of a child that really loves baseball, what would, what would be your one piece of advice? Play catch with them in the backyard, in okay. the front yard. I had a father that was a basketball guy, so we were constantly shooting free throws. 
but he really encouraged me to do lots of things. And I was a kid that was five feet tall, 95 pounds entering high school. So no one thought Mike Huff was gonna be the kid that played in the major leagues from my high school, yet I got seven years in. I know the reason was that I had parents that were active in my development as well as friends that I would just go down to the park and play catch with. So as much as you can as a parent, engage with your kids, whatever the activity may be. But for Naperville here with this organization, it's very easy to say, play catch with your kids, boy or girl, front yard, backyard. Love it. Love it. Great advice. Well, listen, thank you so much for coming by. We always appreciate it. Cannot wait to get out there and play ball and super excited for the city championship again, which is something that is very, very special here, yeah. right? Thank you. Yes. It's great to always be here. Absolutely. And for more information about Naperville Little League Baseball, please go and visit their website. I'd like to thank all of my guests for joining us on Spotlight and our friends at UC Bank for their generous sponsorship of today's show. To learn more about the organizations featured on this episode, please visit our website at nctv17.org. And to stay informed about what's happening in your community, sign up to receive our daily news update and like and follow us on Facebook. For Spotlight, I'm Jane Wynette. Thank you for watching. Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, UC Bank. UC. Your dream, our promise.